Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Mark Hockman. Boca represent. At my age, there is no greater feeling than complete evacuation. Channing Crowder. We got Venus. Venus Williams here. Venus, what's up? Hey, beat it. Alejandro Solana. By the way, great reference by Cleveland at the suit tonight. Fiberglass. This is a sports adjacent talk show. Who's Jason? Sports. Mount Rushmore of nuts. I had a skin graft from my butt to my foot. I'm Batman. You bloat. Oh, I bloat. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. More sports. And all the snorkeling. Meow. What do you want to do to the Oreo, man? The most sports. I'm pretty sure if I was on a plane that was going down, I could land it. I try to tell you, man, y'all don't respect my gangster, man. The Huckman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. A crappy, crappy weekend of sports. So here's what we have on tap for you today on the Hockman and Crowder extravaganza. Crowder is running a little bit late. I didn't even understand the message. He said, I'm in the car. I'll be about 15 minutes late. But is he in a car out of state where he's doing something for the pivot? You know, that happens often where he's in, you know, New Jersey. He's in the car. And then it takes him a little while to get to his hotel and and check in. I was under the impression he's in South Florida. So is he just in the car in Davie and he happened to misjudge his afternoon? No, no. I, I believe Crowder is out of the state right now. I don't remember where he is, but he had mentioned okay. to me that he was traveling and uh, he'll be connecting. Not to worry, but now I'm a little worried. Gotcha. All right. Well, he's in the car was the last message, but he should uh, should be here within 15 minutes, he said. And uh, that's good because Joe Zagaki is going to join us this hour. There is so much Miami Hurricanes news to talk about between men's basketball, women's basketball, the baseball team, uh, spring football be here before you know it. In the 3 o'clock hour today, Nick Wary is going to join us. He is the number four competitive eater in the world. He set a new record for pistachios yesterday in Los Angeles, broke the record, and he's going to be in Miami this coming Saturday for the big Wings and Wishes contest, which uh, we usually have a guest on every year. So, uh, But we're coming off a really crappy sports weekend. Everything went south. So we had Kevin Love Knight on Friday. We talked about it all day, and then he goes out. He scores zero points. I think he was 0-4 from three inauspicious start to Kevin Love's career with the Miami Heat. Now, he did put up a double-double the next night, but they still lost. They've lost four in a row. There is some significant conversations that need to be had about the Miami Heat. We will do so. Um, The Hurricanes, the basketball team, they lost FSU Saturday. They were up 25 points. They were up two points with like three seconds left in the game. That was an absolutely heartbreaking loss at the Watsco Center. 
The Panthers, they lost to the Sabres Friday in a game that they absolutely could not afford to lose. The Marlins began their spring training games this weekend. They lost to the Mets Saturday. They lost to the Cardinals yesterday. The good news coming off the weekend, if you think there wasn't any, uh, the Canes women's basketball team, they beat UVA yesterday. It was senior day. And the ACC tournament for the women's uh, side, the ACC tournament begins Thursday. And the Canes are ranked number six. And the Canes baseball team, now I don't know if Dartmouth is any good or not, but the Canes baseball team swept Dartmouth all three games, and they put up a 20-burger yesterday. But for the most part, Solana, you have to be a little bit disillusioned with your Miami Heat coming off that weekend. Well, I mean, you know, there's so much time to talk about that, Hawk. Um, You just went through every sports headline in South Florida. Every single one. I know. Except for one. What did I miss? Because there was a winning team this weekend in South Florida that you didn't mention and I'm a little surprised by it, to be honest. What did I miss? I mean, Inter-Miami. Oh, how did I miss that? I just thought of it. Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami won 2-0. Two goals scored by guys. And I'm following the team this year I had never heard of. And they start their season for the first time in franchise history by winning their first game. Yeah, how did I miss that? That was probably the best thing that happened all weekend in uh, in Miami sports because we have needed, since the inception of Inter-Miami, we have needed them to get off to a fast start so that people are interested in them. And it happened uh, on Saturday. You're right. <laughs> and and no Iguain totally too. Wasn't, wasn't Iguain out of the game, I think? No, Iguain retired. Well, someone was out of the game that was, like, important. Iguain retired. He's the uh, the Division Two Inter Miami Two, their second tier club. He's their head coach now. Oh well, who didn't play? Somebody, somebody big didn't play. I don't know. I, I didn't really watch the game. I just watched the highlights because the Heat were playing at the same time. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I don't know. I'll do a little. I'll do a little I watched, digging. I'm gonna tell you a little uh, a little hack. So I wanted to to see. I thought Chris Whittingham, our friend, was on the call because mm-hmm. he's been hired by Apple TV. You know, Apple TV has the MLS rights, and uh, I didn't realize he doesn't have a game till week three of the MLS season. He was on the radio call for us here at five sixty WQAM. But if you watch MLS on Apple TV, you can choose your audio settings. And you can choose local radio broadcast. Yep. Now, that's cool. Because oftentimes, like, if you want to watch the TV broadcast, listen to the radio broadcast, you just have to listen to a radio or listen to the app, and then you turn your TV on mute. On Apple TV, you actually can switch it to local radio uh, broadcast. The best part is, and I, I didn't do this. Again, I didn't watch the game, but I was reading on Twitter. The best part is that they have it synced up for you already. Yes. Because, yes. you know, if, if you do want to listen to the call, right, you want to listen to Jason Jackson while the Heat are playing, well, now you have to, like, pause and find it to sync it up. Right. Here, Apple TV does all the work for you. It's pretty yep. much synced up perfectly. It's genius. Yep, very cool. That was a cool feature. I like that. So you're right. Inter-Miami wins. The, other, I, the only other thing I can think of over the weekend, I mean, there were some good games, you know, in the NBA and whatnot, but there was the Jake Paul fight as well. He lost his first uh, boxing match. I guess I probably gave all your headlines, but let's give them anyway. Let's do headlines here. Start out the show with Alejandro Solana, 
who's wearing some sort of kit. What kind of kit is that? It's uh, Nacional, my club team from Uruguay. Uruguay? Yeah. Los Bolsos. All right. Tricolor. Thank you. What? This sports update is driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. I mean, my father would be just outraged at you right now for not knowing Nacional. For not knowing? Yeah, like to him, that's the Yankees. You know, like it's the, oh, the really? biggest club in the world. All right, I want to adopt them. All right, it's done. You're in. I want to adopt them because I'm You're a big, uh, you know, my friend uh, Jim Frivola, who was my college roommate, he was with the Vegas Golden Knights for a while. Then he came to the Tampa Bay Lightning. He has recently accepted the position as president of business operations for AFC Bournemouth in the EPL. So about, I don't know, eight weeks ago, I adopted AFC Bournemouth up the cherries. I adopted them as my soccer club. And they're in real danger of being relegated. They're terrible. And they had a a match, I think it was Saturday against, was it Man City? Manchester City. Yeah, they got ran (laughs) off that pitch. They they, They got the late goal. To uh, avoid being shut out, but they did. Uh, they did. Yeah, they've had since Jim took over as their president of business operations. They've had one victory, and up until that victory, which was last week, they had had just one goal up until that victory. <laughs> so it's been a been a rough go of it for my old buddy. We'll let Jim Frivola know that I've adopted Bournemouth as well on my FIFA manager mode, and in my, mm. my FIFA manager mode, we're top of the EPL right now. So, so maybe he should talk to you? Yeah, let him know. All right, up the cherries. This sports update, again, driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. So since Hawk gave you everything that happened over the weekend, I'm going to give you what's coming up tonight. Okay. Heat, Sixers, 7 p.m. You mentioned it. The Heat have lost four in a row. Two bad losses post-All-Star break. It doesn't get any easier because the Sixers – are really good, and they play them tonight in Philadelphia. They play them twice this week, today and then back here at Miami Dade Arena on Wednesday. Uh, no Kyle Lowry tonight. I saw that. Yeah. Heat are six-point underdogs right now in Philly. It's not looking good, man. I don't know how many, how many of those games you mm. watched. I mean, Friday night, the Heat weren't even in it, and Giannis played six minutes. They weren't, they weren't in the game. After the first four minutes – they never had a chance. Giannis goes out, played six minutes, and it's like the Bucks got better. They got yeah, better. They were fine. I watched it. I was at Flanagan's. I sent you a Snapchat. I was at Flanagan's for maybe the first time in 10 years. There is a Flannies in Boca, but we just never go there. It's out east, but we're looking to move out east. So we're spending some time out there. I don't think my wife has ever been to Flanagan's. What? Well, she didn't go to school at University of Miami, and she didn't grow up down here. And there's one in Boca, but it's out east. So uh, we sat at the bar because it was packed, but I had the Panthers game and the Heat game. I mean, on TVs right in my my view. So I did watch the the Heat, and every time Kevin Love got the ball, I was like, hey, Kevin Love's got the ball. You know, then it was another miss. So, yeah, I did, uh, I did see it. Flanagan's. We're giving that to DBJ this year. For sure. And we gave it to him last year. He didn't do it. So this year, he, he's got to be zoned in on that. Got to so, be. So, yeah, I had, uh, had a half a rack of ribs. It's good. I saw you got a little Great coleslaw. Stuff. I mean, Great stuff. Flannies is, is just top tier, man. Big really green is. cup. You top got, of the line. Did you take it home? 
I didn't. I mean, we have enough stuff. But I mean, if on. I was young, if I was younger, listen, at 53, I'm not bringing home the Green Flannies Cup. But, you know, back in the day when I needed cups, yeah, I was. Now I'm trying to get rid of cups. <laughs> I got too many cups. Yeah, that's my thing. You know, my whole drawer is just filled with cups. But I got three Flannies Cups and I got the pink one. Right for breast cancer awareness oh, for month. Breast cancer awareness month. That's how you know whether you're real South Florida or you're not real South Florida. You got the pink Flannies cup. You're legit. True. Flanagans. Could hear that all day. Uh, <laughs> again, Sixers host the Heat tonight, 7 p.m. Yeah, you mentioned no Kyle Lowry. There was some hopes that he'd be available tonight, but it's just not looking likely. And uh, or it's not at all. He's out. Um, so you mentioned Kane's hoops. That loss was, oh, I mean, <laughs> brutal, just gut wrenching. Uh, so they actually they dropped to number sixteen in the AP pool. Thirteen to sixteen wasn't a big drop. They host Pitt su- uh, Saturday at their final regular season game, and because UVA lost to UNC, shout out Tar Heels, the Canes by beating Pittsburgh on Saturday can still win the regular season ACC championship. Correct. They could still go into the tournament ranked number one, number one seed in the ACC. They should have won that game Saturday. They they gave away, I believe it was the biggest comeback in ACC basketball history. Oh, my God. And, yeah, FSU had tweeted that out. And magically, they end up still with the lead with a couple seconds left. because I forget who hit that three. Miller, it was a great I think. Three. Yeah. Was it Miller? Yeah, I think so. And then, uh, and then you know. FSU gets this miracle three to go in. It, the sequence was just heartbreaking. Brutal. That's two straight years, right? Because last year it was the opposite. Where the yet the right Seminoles Remember, we Miami were there. came back right. at home. Yeah, we were there, and the Seminoles were up like thirty at halftime. Canes yep. come all the way back. They take the lead, and then the Seminoles pull it out at the end. Man, when that shot went in, because we were here doing the Heat game, when that shot goes in. Everybody oh. looked at each other like, no way. Just a punch in the gut. Yeah. Uh, and then the Panthers, tomorrow, they'll be in Tampa Bay. They face the Lightning. Doesn't get any easier for the Cats. Time is ticking. Remember, we had Doug Plagans on the show with us Friday, and he said, you, you can't get out of this Buffalo game without at least a point. They got out of that <laughs> Buffalo game without a point. Um, there's actually a lot of other stuff that's really interesting that transpired over the weekend. Uh, Byron Jones, uh, he had some really interesting comments on Twitter, appeared to have announced his retirement, but then I believe it was Marcel-Louis Jacques from ESPN, he tweeted out that he's not retiring, but I, I'll have all that for you later, especially when Crowder... Yeah, I didn't even tell you guys, show. so, uh, you know, I was in Aruba last week, I did the show Thursday and Friday, I was back, but we were in Aruba. When I was flying home from Aruba to Miami... Uh, I was in the Aruba Airport Lounge, which, you know, it's all right, but it's not, it's you not know, the centurion. Top, of the, top of the, it's not top of the line platinum <laughs> lounge, but it was all right. It was all right. But anyway, uh, nice couple. It was very crowded. Every airport lounge is so crowded nowadays, just so crowded. So nice couple asks, can they sit with me and Lori? Sit down. We start talking. Byron Jones agent. Huh? Yeah, I didn't even tell you guys. I totally forgot till the story came out this weekend. It was Byron Jones' agent. So I have uh, some conversation. We talked with him for about 30 minutes. Super nice guy. Um, But, yeah, it was his agent. So you had the scoop? Well, I didn't have that particular scoop. (laughs) Okay. 
He had just kind of told me that the Dolphins knew how injured he was all season for whatever reason. Like, that was his take. The Dolphins, like, like none of this was a surprise to them. Uh, but I don't know. I think there's... I think there's a lot of entanglements in that story yeah. is my guess. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have those tweets for everybody later on in the show. And then Damian Lillard dropped 71 yesterday. And what the NBA did immediately following is they, they drug tested him with a uh, literally taking blood, blood. from him. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't too happy about that. And uh, Jazz Chisholm got his first shot in center field. Ev audio for you, Hawk. I don't know if you've heard this. But no. So, uh, the, the person on the call – referred to Jazz Chisholm as something that is oh, not Jazz Chisholm. I saw people texting that in because I look at the text machine from, so it was, they, they said Chaz Chisholm. Chaz Chisholm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's great audio. I'll have that for you mm. coming up later on <laughs> in the show. Your weather, it's sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. Call them, 866-954-MORE. I know it's uh it's technically not summer, but Holy in South Florida, mackerel. you Hot wouldn't know. Hell. You wouldn't know if you stepped outside right now. I don't care what my weather app says because it says it's like 88 degrees right now. Bruh, it's 100. That's what it feels like to me. 120. 120 degrees, easy. <laughs> uh, welcome back, summer, to South Florida. Hawk, that's your weather. All right, very good. So uh, Crowder is going to get connected wherever he is, hopefully in the next few minutes. Joe Zagaki is going to join us in the next segment. We're going to have a professional eater in the 3 o'clock hour. We will get into the heat when we do 15 minutes of heat in the 4 o'clock hour. We'll actually hear from Jimmy Butler after the game on Saturday. He he knows that things need uh need to get righted uh we have a lot of stuff to get to on this monday so don't go anywhere take a quick break come back with more hockman and crowder you're listening to the hawk and crowder show damn joe (laughs) back at it again with the khaki pants hawk and crowder selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, there's a ton to cover when it comes to the Miami Hurricanes, so there is none better than Joe Zagacki. He's on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Joe Zagacki, voice of the Miami Hurricanes. So with Hurricane Sports between men's and women's hoops and the baseball team and the NCAA appearing out of nowhere after seemingly uh, being in retirement for a couple of years. Uh, Spring football will be here soon. So there's a lot going on. I want to start with men's basketball, Joe. Uh, Heartbreaking loss to FSU on Saturday. That's got to be a tough one for Coach L and the squad, right? Because that's, uh, I mean, you don't want to give up that kind of lead. And then you also get the lead back with a couple seconds left and you end up losing the game. That's a tough one to swallow, no? Tough one for Coach L and the squad. How about the broadcaster? <laughs> it's always about you, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that, that one broke everybody's heart into a thousand pieces. Uh, that was tough to watch because you have a sellout crowd that is going absolutely wild with delight uh, against your, your main rival, that you haven't beaten in your building in four years. And not only do you have them down at halftime, 54-31, I mean, you're pulverizing them. And uh, at halftime, Hollywood asked me, well, what, what could Leonard possibly say? At halftime, I said he has to appeal to their pride. He has to talk to his team about, you're losing to your rival by 23 points on their home floor. You guys have two choices, either fight back or get humiliated. And Florida State fought back and – uh, once they were able to uh, start shifting the momentum, there was almost like nothing Miami could do. No matter how many times Jim Laranega tried to change his defense, the matchup, uh, change his play calls, nothing seemed to work. Florida State shot for the most of the half, 70%, um, got into the paint at will off of Miami misses, which is was playing into Florida State's hands. And then overlooked in it, Hawk, was Nigel Pacton play. Right. And while he was not, maybe everybody forgot about that for the first 35 minutes of the game, I thought the last five minutes of the game when Miami needed to make some shots and it wasn't going down for Isaiah Wong, they were looking for Nigel Pack, and he wasn't there. And, and their, their offense, the ball seemed to get stuck, and their offense got stagnant, and I think a lot of it was they were looking for Pack, and Florida State said, go ahead, shoot from outside. We are not – we fear none of your guys. We're going to guard the paint, and uh, you can fire away from three-point range, and it wasn't falling for Miami. In the second half, they were uh, three for ten, and two of those three were in the last 90 seconds or last two minutes. Who's been their MVP? So, Speaking of Nigel Pack, who's been their MVP this season? Pack, Omer, Miller, Wong. Like They're, they're stacked yeah, with talent. Yeah, it could have gone to any of those guys. Jordan Miller, I think, has been – Tremendous. He, you know, thought he had given Miami the win the other night, uh, the other day with his three pointer in the final four seconds. Wong, you know, you look at Wong and people expect more and more from him. Uh, but inside the ACC, he's in the top 10 in, in almost every category in field goal percentage, points per game, free throw percentage, steals, assists. So he's doing a lot more than just scoring points this year. Um, Nigel Pack going into the Florida State game, his last seven or eight games, he's shooting almost 50% from 
from three point range. That's that's amazing. That's a hell of a stat. And then uh, Jordan Miller does a little bit of everything in double figures in 22 straight games. And his numbers of 15 points a game, five rebounds a game, two assists a game, and over one steal per game. Uh, there are only I think there's only two other players in college basketball with those numbers, and only a handful of guys inside the ACC that have done that in the last five years. One of them, by the way, was Bancaro, who was the number one pick in the draft last year. So that's the kind of season he's having. They got one game left, right, at home. One game left yeah. for the season, really. But it'll be Saturday where they host Pitt, um, and they can still win the ACC. Win or lose, though, let's say they end the season with two losses, two bummer bummers of a loss. Uh, it's been a phenomenal season. One of the things I said to Crowder last week was, Sometimes there's ebbs and flows, especially in a Hurricanes basketball season. And I don't think there's been any ebbs this year. Like, they have really as asserted themselves as a basketball powerhouse all season long. Obviously, you want to get that win on Saturday, and you certainly want to win this coming Saturday uh, and, and have the number one seed going to the ACC tournament. But it has been a phenomenal season, no? Oh, my God. It's been great. The action's been great. The kids have been great. Coach L's been a blast. The 23-6, and six, they're one game short, I think, of, of the most wins in the history of the program, which was in the 2013 season when they won uh, the ACC championship and won uh, the uh, ACC tournament. 23-6, and six, and, you know, the, they could be 26-3, and three, uh, to be honest with you. They, you know, lost a couple of these games down the stretch, but um, – one loss at home, had great wins on the road. You got wins against Carolina, uh, Duke, and North Carolina State again. Uh, been in the top 20, uh, 12 or 13 straight weeks. I think they're ranked 15 or 16 today, uh, depending on which poll you look at. So they've been in the top 20 uh, just about every single week. They're going to go to the NCAA tournament. Uh, they'll have a good seed, a very favorable seed. And let's face it, college basketball, I think, has – enough uh, parity in it today. Uh, I know that people, you know, you want to be a four seed, a three seed, whatever. You get to the second weekend or the second game, not the second weekend, the second game, uh, playing for the Sweet 16, you're probably playing against a really good team, right? You're going to have a really good matchup and against somebody uh, that is tough. So uh, it's been a great season. They, they had seven in a row, uh, one seven in a row going into that Florida State game in Hawk. A part of me thought, and maybe other people thought this also, I always hate going down this road. They won seven in a row. So you start doing the math on it. Well, two more wins is nine. That gives you the ACC championship. Then it would take three to win the ACC tournament. That's 12. All right, well, we want to win that. Then you go, um, want to win the NCAA tournament. That's six. And they would have, been, would have been in a position where they would have to win 18 in a row to accomplish all of those goals. I'm not saying losing is ever good. Maybe they could have won 18 in a row. I have no idea. Uh, but um, they put themselves in a position for something fabulous to happen and something great can still happen with this team, including winning the regular season ACC championship on Saturday against Pittsburgh. That's an amazing positive spin that you just put on a heartbreaking loss Saturday to your rival. <laughs> did you work on that all weekend? How did you get that? that was amazing. Well done, Joe. I don't know. I, you know, you, you're living with these guys all season long. I mean, 
I, I don't know that people really know where they've been this year in terms of some of the things they've been able to accomplish and uh, winning seven in a row. And they had the uh, second longest or the longest winning streak on Saturday at Power Six teams. They, they uh, along with UCLA, that's pretty good company. Um, no, they've been the they've been 20. really good. I listen. I I I don't know if you felt the same way. I knew even with the talent that they had on the roster coming off an Elite Eight season, I was ready for a huge disappointment. I was ready for that to be this aberration where they go to the Elite Eight and then all of a sudden they're a middling team coming back and they have exceeded my expectations this season. I don't think, and by the way, the record for wins is 29 and they have 20, 23, 29. That would include, that included uh, in 2013, three in the ACC and two, five postseason wins. So Miami still has a chance to get to 29. And uh, at any rate, um, to answer your question, um, I don't think it, I think a lot of credit has to go to Coach L. I don't think he gets enough credit in this town at all. The guy's a mastermind, and uh, you've been around him a little bit. I'm around him a lot, and I think one of the things that he does really well is what uh, people think is easy, but is not. He he's able to take what he has and make it work, and he doesn't dwell on what he doesn't have. And in Miami, you have to uh, kind of be creative. If he was at North Carolina, he could recruit any player he wanted, would want to a specific style. At Miami, he's had to coach tall teams, short teams, injured teams, healthy teams, slow teams this year, short and fast, and make it work. And I think it's incredible what he's been able to do with the University of Miami basketball. And, Hawk, to be honest with you, to look at that scene going into the final four minutes of the first half Saturday – this 20-point lead with one slam dunk after another, six dunks in the first half, and a crowd uh, on its feet waving hurricane flags. It looked like a soccer game. It looked like a Wembley Stadium all dressed in orange. I thought, my God, this is unbelievable. And then, of course, you know, the roof caved in on them. But um, you know, we got another shot at it on Saturday to do the same thing, just without the collapse. No, Crowder and I say uh, the same thing. Uh, we love Coach Larinaga. He is certainly, you know, maybe the best coach right now in all of South Florida. And we love him personally because he's always so fun with us. But I laugh, I, you know, before last season started, people were calling for his job, saying that the game had, had passed him by. And uh, if he wanted to uh, shut up any of the doubters, I would say the Elite Eight run last season and the season they've had this season, uh, you, you, you got to feel pretty damn lucky that Coach L is in charge of this basketball program. And, and Crowder even uh, uses it as a dig sometimes where he says they're a basketball team, not a football school. And uh, obviously, <laughs> football drives UM, but I have to tell you, over the last couple of seasons, like they're not an imposter when it comes to NCAA basketball. Like they're, they're legit. I mean, the guy, you know, if you want to know how to run a program, look at University of Miami basketball. It's not easy. You know, basketball, uh, this is a, he talks about it all the time, a marathon, but everybody on his staff knows what they're supposed to do. They do it with positive energy. He always has really good kids. Jordan Miller is, you know, about as good a kid as you're going to find. Uh, all of them are. They're fun to be around. 
but he's also doing this with a six foot seven center, playing four guards. So when they go against taller teams, it's a challenge, and they work around it. And the Wake Forest game, he had a great line. It was it was comical. You know, Wake Forest went into a, a triangle and two on defense a week ago. Uh, they were trying to take away Wong and Nigel Pack. And the assistant coaches said to him, Coach, you know what defense they're in? He said, yeah, yeah, I've seen this before. It's a triangle and two. What are we going to do about it? We're not going to do anything about it. We just let the guys play. Because if we tell them what to do, they'll mess it up. So just let them play. <laughs> Love him. So they did. And then the other – then the, the... – the, the, I was going to say the coach of the women's team, Katie Meyer, who we love on this show as well. Kane's women's will start the ACC tournament Thursday, ranked number six. They've got a good squad. What what do you what do you think about that? They had a nice win on senior day yesterday, um, and 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 I felt really good because those seniors. I mean, there's some special uh, women on that team, um, but they made news last week. It was you know for the wrong reasons. The NCAA kind of comes out of retirement specifically to ding the University of Miami. It seemed yeah. very weak to me, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's based off a yes. picture with the Cavender twins and John Ruiz and, and their parents. Um, that, that, you know, I know everyone thinks that Miami fans have this complex that the NCAA is always out to get them, but this felt like it to me. Uh, of course it does. And of course it is. That's the way, that's the way the NCAA acts in uh I'll never forget, but uh, uh, real fast, in, in when they were coming after Miami, the NCAA, Miami was playing in Austin, Texas in 2013 for the right to go to the Sweet 16. We were playing Illinois, and Mark Emmerich was at that game. I'll never forget it. Uh, in Austin, Texas, and Emmerich was sitting there all smugly toward the Illinois bench as if to say, I am here, uh, Miami, and – uh, I am completely biased. And I just thought this, this was the wrong signal. So you get here we are now in 2023. And uh, it's the same, same thing with the NCAA. Katie Meyer is, is, is one of the most honorable people you'll ever meet, runs a great program, has run a fabulous program at the University of Miami, picked it up, you know, when they were in really struggling after you know, Fern Labadie did a nice job, but then the program flattened out. And she, too, has to recruit to a certain style and find certain players and has made it work. Uh, went to the ACC championship game a year ago. And here comes, you know, the NCAA on something that is probably out of her hands. And there wasn't clarity on all of this stuff in the offseason anyway. This was all in the NCAA back in the spring when they let this uh, NIL stuff all um, – you know, become what it is and never, never had an answer for it. Didn't have clarity for it. Um, and then they got concerned. Oh, well, this is going to turn out to be pay for play. Well, well of course, where do you think you, which direction do you think you're going in? Uh, any recruits parents out there are asking the first thing they're going to ask is how do we get our son or daughter, some kind of NIL deal. And there, there weren't any guidelines uh, put up back in that time. And now they're fishing around because, Let's face it, uh, probably because Mr. Ruiz has been a little more vocal than other people, and they don't like that. And so what? He's been a little more vocal. Maybe it helps his business with the NIL. And this probably wasn't even an NIL issue when it gets to the, to the legalities of it. I just think they're fishing, and I think they're fishing because it's Miami. Yeah, 
They love to ding Miami, man. Yeah, that's all right. Coaches, we'll have the last the way, laugh, Joe. We always do. We'll have the last laugh. You got me all. You got me all warmed up. You know, a couple weeks ago, Jim Beheim came out and said, "Oh well, Pittsburgh bought a team and Miami bought a team." Another I want guy. You, really, you're 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 saying this, Jim Jim Beheim? Yeah. You yeah. you are saying this? Like Carmelo Anthony? Carmelo Anthony didn't didn't he played for nothing at Syracuse? Uh, all those teams back in the '80s, Pearl Washington, they played for nothing. You're, you're talking, please give me a break. <laughs> he kind <laughs> of backtracked a couple days later, but the damage was yeah, done, I, Bayheim. The, the damage was done. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's move, uh, let's move on to something uh, better. Joe Zagaki is with yeah, us. Yeah, before the I Kane, get in trouble. The Canes baseball team looks really good. I don't know how good Dartmouth is. You put up a twenty. Uh, 20 burger on someone you got to imagine that you've got at least some bats on that team but i want to talk milkshakes before we run out of time because when canes baseball is back that means the mark light shakes are back and we know you've got the namesake shake the josie now tell everybody again these mark light shakes are famous tell everybody again what's in the josie it's like a hot fudge sundae it's vanilla ice cream with hot fudge and marshmallow or you can put chocolate uh, ice cream i suppose did you have one over the weekend? I did, yes, yesterday. They sent one up to me yesterday. I have to tell you something. It was off the charts good. And, now, and I was going to ever... tell you, make a special note. I don't drink a lot of them, but a couple weeks ago, Hawk, I did go uh, probably start a firestorm. Because you sent me to McDonald's for the Shamrock. And yeah, I told the guy, too. make it extra thick. Right. right. I said, make it extra thick. And you laughed at me. And then two weeks or three weeks ago, my wife and I wandered into Burger King and I got a chocolate shake and it was extra thick. But yesterday, and I was going to call you and say, this Burger King shake is pretty good. But yesterday I had the Joe Z and it is way better than the Burger King or McDonald's. So now you, uh, you went to Burger King with the wife. Now, what, what brings you into a Burger King? This fascinates me because like they have a chicken sandwich there. I keep seeing the commercials for, I think it's, what is it, Solana? Is it the new, like, you see that new Mexican chicken sandwich? And it's got, like, liquid queso and, I think, jalapenos. And it's the long chicken sandwich that we like. Yeah, it looks delicious. It's a genius idea. Genius. So, I want, I like, I want to have one, but there's never an instance where I'm, like, there's just never an instance for me to walk into a Burger King. So, I'm fascinated. Where are you with Mrs. Zagaki where you guys wander into a Burger King? <laughs> Well, okay, I haven't been in Burger King in about a year. We were on the beach all day. And we were driving home, and we were on the beach all day, and there's a Burger King not far from our house. And we were just trying to decide what to do for dinner. Because by the time we got off the beach and got home, it was approaching, I don't know, it was after 6 o'clock. And we was like, well... Let's we could go to Publix and get a sub. We could go here. We could go there. And we had to make another stop in the neighborhood. And I said, well, Burger King's across from making the other stop. Let's just go to Burger King. That's a great call. I have to tell you, because because my wife and I will do that when we go to the beach. Usually when we're driving home, if one of us is hungry, usually it is going to be to stop at Publix because you it's. It's like you, you feel okay walking into Publix and you smell like the beach and you got, you know, a cutoff on or whatever. And, you you know, and it's like, ah, it's Publix. I'm in the, in the deli line. But then sometimes you go to yourself, 
I don't want to get in the line because, you know, you're going to have That's somebody right. before yeah. you in the line that wants Munster cheese and they, they want cantaloupe for some reason on their sub. Everything gets thrown off a little bit. And my wife and I a lot, there's a 7-Eleven on the way home from the beach. So we'll stop and just get a Slurpee. Just get a Slurpee after oh. the beach. It's delicious and refreshing. So you see the Burger King, you go in. Did you eat in there or did you take it home? No, we ate there. And uh, what'd you get? I haven't done that since uh, my wife got the chicken sandwich and I got a Whopper. And how was it? Uh, it was okay. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, it's always just okay because it's Burger King. Maybe, it's always maybe, just okay. Maybe, like it's never you know, great. When I was a when I was a kid going to Burger King or McDonald's when they, when they opened them in my old neighborhood, that was like a real treat. And but. It was it was okay. We were just kind of reminiscing. We we're we we're looking around, go, oh yeah, you know, when our daughter was small, she'd go over there in the the ball pit, which they don't have anymore. So um, it was okay. The milkshake was good. Hmm. But the milkshake was not good. like I'm one of you know. The milkshake was. I think you know you know Burger King, McDonald's have lots of competition now with all the the burger joints, no hamburger joints. Josie, do you think? Oh, they definitely do. They definitely do. Like all these like gourmet hamburger spots are yeah. popping up everywhere. Josie, well, that's the problem. Is like you can choose between you know Burger Fi. It's a little you know uh, more high class than the Burger King yeah. and then McDonald's and then you know there's there's Five a million guys. different options. There, Five yeah. guys. There's a Shake Shack right, right near uh, University of Miami. Josie, Shake Shack also has that. excellent yep. shakes and excellent burgers too. I know that. I see that. And I often look at it and go, lots of calories, and I keep on driving. <laughs> yeah. Josie, I'm, I'm fascinated <laughs> because I, I do follow you on, on Twitter, and I'm fascinated that you and your wife love the beach. Like, you guys go to the beach. It seems like any time that you, you get a, a day off, what and, – and speaking of food, what's the food you take to the beach? Like, what are the Zagakis packing up in a lunchbox when they go to the beach? Because, I mean, you just said – you, you thought about Burger King on the way home, Publix on the way home. What are you packing up when you go to the beach? Because I know you're out there for a couple hours. you got to take some snacks, right? Uh, no. Bottles of water. Bottle, bottles of mm. water. Salon, because we either we – either, it uh, depends on where we go, Fort Lauderdale or Hollywood. Hollywood, there are lots of choices for Fort Lauderdale, but there's a, a little uh, – uh, bakery french bakery near fort lauderdale that we like to go to for breakfast then it's not like we just plop down on the beach we walk we walk it off ah. we walk far so you're not bringing chairs and an umbrella to the beach yes we are but we're parking the car we have a whole routine hawk we we might eat for breakfast then we go for a very long walk in one direction very long walk coming back then we go back to the car and we have this great umbrella because, uh, obviously, you know, I'm the king of sunburns. So <laughs> that is we, true. I was going to ask you if you've started to use sunblock. We all know the famous picture uh, from a few so, years ago. Uh, I've, I've been using sunblock for many, many, many years. just didn't work on that particular day. But now, <laughs> one day, what, I think it was last year, we were on the beach. We had this umbrella, pretty good umbrella. And we had these great chairs. And... Um, the wind was blowing, and I was having a hard time keeping the umbrella, you know, stabilized. And some other people came along, and they plopped down in front of us with this great umbrella. And my wife is looking at it and looking at it, 
And then I look over at her 10 minutes later, and she's on her phone. I'm like, what are you doing? And she says, I'm buying that umbrella. So what does it have? So like some sort of claws at the bottom that uh, that dig into the sand? Yeah, yeah. It digs into the sand a lot easier than the one we have. It can also, it like, you can switch directions with it and oh. it has different, like, connections. It's really cool. And so you're always in shade. So, yeah, we have a whole oh, routine. Tell her, can you tell her to send me the link to that? We need that. Yeah, I will. And the reason right. we go to the beach salon is because, obviously, we live in Florida. So we have to embrace the Florida lifestyle. I love the mountains, but my daughter lives on the beach, and uh, you know we don't live that far from the beach, so you got to use what you have, right? Yeah, no. I, my wife and I would go to the beach all the time because we always say it'd be silly to live here, and that because there's so many people that live in water. South Florida and they never go to the beach, and it's like you're you're missing such a great opportunity, and like Disney World too. You get a couple hours, you're at Disney World. Like you got to go every now and then. Anyway, we're out of time. No, I haven't been there in a long time. But the beach, we go there all the time. Hockman's is a gacky trip to uh, Disney World. What do you think? Um, sure, why not? All right. And we'll, we'll, we'll invite the Baileys as well. We'll invite the Baileys as well. Oh, now that would be exciting. Wouldn't that be Now, Priscilla Bailey would love Disney World. Would loves Disney World. All she right. would absolutely love it. Yeah. The six of us will go. DBJ our, sent our me tour, a text you know. this uh DBJ sent me a text. It was Saturday night or Friday night. He was at the KC and the Sunshine Band concert at uh, Hard Rock Live. He wanted to know if I was there. I mean, they get out, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. They get well, out. The they party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got to soak, soak it all in during the offseason. All right, we got to go, Joe. We love you. Okay. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. There you go. Joe Zagacki. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more Hockman and Crowder. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Flan, 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 flan. Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.